It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Wednesdays with Wombat on SEN Track with Toby McKinnon. Welcome back to Trot's Life and no come down from the world's greatest in Boyd XL to Cam Bray. Cam, uh, are you familiar with uh, a man by the name of Boyd XL in carriage driving? Uh, no, not really, but uh, I'll take your word for it. Oh, he's uh, world champion uh, five times over, world, nine World Cups, and uh, you'll have to Google him, mate, and have a look, sort of thing that you'll enjoy. I better introduce you and say hello to you first and ask you how you are and, and uh, what you're up to. Yeah, no, well, uh, good, good, to, good to hear from you, Toby. Uh, no, I'm here currently at Caracas. Um, uh, with a, a part of what I do, I'm an auctioneer for the um, the thoroughbreds as well. So our sale thoroughbred sale starts on Sunday. So cool. I've just skipped away from the trotters for a wee bit for a couple of days to uh, look at some thoroughbreds. Yeah, it's a busy time of the year, and I suppose the last few years has been some real challenges around uh, with COVID and the NZB sales. But I sort of would imagine though. I suppose there's some really good things that have come out of that, and you've all been able to keep. Uh, but it'd be nice to have people back on the ground from Australia too. Yeah, and we've seen we've seen it particularly here now. Like where, as I say, we don't start here till Sunday, but we've seen a lot of Australians. But um, look, pre-Christmas we spent a bit of time over in the west and Perth, but some places doing a bit of canvassing for ourselves. And one thing um, we found from a lot of guys over there is that they have uh, been forced to use an online bidding platform and. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually quite happy to carry on doing that, you know. Um, mm. They're really happy. They've got people they trust here in New Zealand to look at them, and it's just it's a little bit easier to sit on the couch and bid from home. Yeah, well, and you might save yourself $10,000 too. You think about what a trip costs to New Zealand to look at yearlings. So, yeah. you know, and the quality of the horses that come out of the sales, the, 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 from the bottom to the top, it's not that big a difference really, is it? No, well, you know, and we've we've been blessed here in New Zealand um, over the years. You know, our our catalogue has become pretty elite over the years, and mm. you know, we 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 can highlight highlight some lots, um, and, and it sort of does highlight probably where it's at. Like we're we're lucky enough to have a full brother to copy that. Um, yeah. We've got a full brother to better twist, and a and that same horse is also a half brother to King of Swing. We've got a full sister to Muscle Mountain. Um, we've got uh, we've got half siblings, three good horses, um, uh, and one over the moon, ultimate stride, and one overall, which has led her to doing a job over your part of the world. We've got a full brother to a cooter, and we've also got a full sister to Amazing Dream and uh, Chase the Dream. So, look, that's just a handful we've highlighted, but that just does show you that the catalogue is packed full of quality. Absolutely, and there's stallions. There's all the ones we know, you know, that have been around for some years. But 
there's some really good new stallions coming through as well. Yeah, we we got a really quite a quite a draft of kept by Captain Crunch. He served a great deal of mares over here in New Zealand, mm. and uh, uh, we've been out and we go around and look at all our horses here a couple of times to date. And like just some real nice types by that stallion. Lather up's got some uh, nice yearlings in the sale, and also um, stay hungry. I think he's only got two or three, but like well, they're nice horses too, you know. And of course, Captain Treacherous, better's the lie. Yeah. American ideal, always be Mickey. All those big names all, in as all well, the big and, names. and and and, yeah. and a Volstead and a What the Hill as well, and, and some locals like Vincent, who's doing a good job. There's a lot of good stallions there. Yeah, there is. All the stallions are sort of pretty well represented. Uh, Toby, you know, we've got, um, again, good numbers by Bearders Delight, who's probably in his twilight years, but still seems to get a really good book, and, and, and they sell really well too, you know. So, um, yeah, we're really pleased. We've even got some Muscle Hill, um, which we haven't had for a couple of years over here, uh, and some Love Use, which is I think will be the last of them, by the sound of it. Yeah, and what about race? the race series is developing, isn't it? You know, the race series is good. We we tried to emulate with the NZBs similar to like the Karaka Million or, or, or the Magic Million style event. Um, it, we have it just for the three-year-olds here in Auckland on the Friday night before the sales. So we have our we have our two pacing um, sections for the three-year-olds, the Colts and Gowlings, and obviously the Phillies. So that's coupled up with um, the first heats of the Young Gun series here for the two-year-olds for both the boys and girls. I think there's the Northern Breeders Stakes for the mares, Phillies and mares at Group 3. So, look, it's a really nice wee race card. There's only sort of six or eight races on that card. So it's just a nice wee um, build into the sale. We're still a month away, so there's plenty of time for people to get over there to inspect from Australia. Yeah. Um, And we've had, we actually did, last week we had the North Island, we had a couple of Australians pop over. Um, So week after next, we head down to Canterbury in the early part of the week. and do the Canterbury on-farm uh, tours and parades, and then that last week prior to the sale, we hit the Southland and do all the Southland horses. So if anyone's interested in, on notes or, or wants to come over, you're more than welcome. They just give me a call, and um, I can make it happen for you. Yeah, they could also email katie.mclucky at nzb.co.nz. That's K-A-T-Y dot M-C-L-U-C-K-I-E at nzb.co.nz for any accommodation and travel inquiries, and I'm sure Katie will help you out. Now, those dates, mate, just specifically, you want to run through the exact dates of the sales? Yeah, so the Auckland sales on Sunday the 19th, that does start at uh, 12 p.m. New Zealand time. Um, Then on Monday, we head south to Christchurch, and we have our trotting-only sale, um, which is on Monday the 20th, starts at 3 p.m. And then, obviously, Tuesday, back to the paces, where we start again at 1 o'clock, and same again there on Wednesday, the one o'clock start. So, look, there's four days of um, sales action to be a part of. And as I say, as we said, the race night on the Friday night previous to that. Just quickly, 65 trotters is there in that in that specific trotter sale on the Monday? That's good numbers. Yeah, it's good number. Yeah, we, I think when we first started it, we we sort of knocked around the sort of 40 odd. And and to be fair, it started out as a necessity rather than, than doing it, but it's actually grown into something that's actually a really integral part of what we're doing now. Um, just the nature of the complex down there in Christchurch, uh, it's quite nice to be able to sell well, 65-odd horses now, get them get them out of the way so we can get another 65 horses in on that last day. Um, so, yeah, as I say, it started out as a bit of a necessity, but it's actually become quite a, 
quite a little niche market. And uh, there's a lot of people you see there on Monday that you don't see again on Tuesday and Wednesday and, yeah. uh, and likewise, yeah. you know. Uh, over here, in general, and this is only a, a generalisation, a lot of the trotting breeders breed and race them themselves, if, if you know what I mean. You, you seem yep. to have a, a – we have a higher percentage of – those in the trotting than the pacing. I'm only, you know, just, just that's yep. just my opinion from viewing. Is it like that in New Zealand as well? Is is it, is it that same sort of feeling? Yeah, it is. It is a wee bit. And and to be fair, look, we had a, I don't think it was uh, it was no secret. We had quite a tough uh, trotting sale last year, and mm-hmm. um, we put it down to a number of things. Probably um, because that trotting gate just that probably a little bit more finicky in some respects. Uh, a lot of trainers that could be there or Australians a bit species just didn't want to play the game, obviously, because it's just a bit tricky. Um, and also, you know, we have these these uh, great trotting breeders that for every one colt born, they've got a filly that they want to keep uh, <laughs> and they'll race, you know. So yeah. a number of our big trotting buyers uh, were sort of inundated with fillies, you know. Yeah, and, and the, some of those families, they get hard to buy into. And then all of a sudden, if one comes through the sales, you really they re- people really want to buy into them, if that makes sense, because they don't come up with that yeah. opportunity too often. Correct, correct. We're actually quite lucky. I don't know if you've ever come across a fellow, uh, no doubt Garrett would have mentioned Dr. Luck Chin over the journey uh, on, on your radio shows. He's yeah. uh, 80-odd plus odd um, uh, trainer driver still going around over here in New Zealand. And I think we will actually offer one out of his family, but I don't think it's been available for public auction anywhere um, ever, as far as I'm aware. Well, looking at the pedigree, we've never sold a horse out of that family ever Yeah, okay. when we wrote the pedigree. Yeah, so you're right. There is those sort of things, and, and there will be a few people that will try and get a piece of the party there too, just quietly, yeah. Mate, uh, just one other. I, I said this to a few people last week. We, for a long time, we had New Zealanders coming over and winning all our major races, and just quietly, um, we hated it. But the last two, mm-hmm. or th- the last two or three years during COVID, we sort of haven't had the Kiwis over here winning our races, and... To be honest, mate, uh, we've bloody missed coming over and winning our races because the racing's so much better when Australia and New Zealand combine, if you know what I mean, to find out who is the best. And last week, the Ballarat Cup was was off dial. It was as good a race as we've seen in a number of years. And copy that winning it, uh, you must be proud to have them back or to have the Kiwis back here and, and beating us. Yeah, well, you know, and, and what a story too. Uh, with, with Ray obviously getting injured, you know, earlier this year and, Look, I only seen him last week, and and uh, he's on the bounce back, but he's still not a hundred. So I'm really pleased for Ray as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I know what, I know what you mean. What you're saying with COVID being yeah. in the wilderness for a couple of years, just not the, it's, it's much the same here at the sales. Um, you know, we see these trainers and, and owners and bits and pieces coming out of the sales every year, and then you don't see them for a couple of years. Just sort of, yeah, it's a bit sad. But um, and and I think really for for the harness racing to succeed. Uh, or you know, to to survive this modern day, the relationship between Australia and New Zealand will have to continually grow together Correct. for it to be viable. Um, uh, we've got a hard row against our galloping companions, but um, I think if we all work together, we're all going to benefit. I've also loved a lot of horse Queen Elida, right? She's still owned by the New Zealand yep. Connections. They identify yep. that they can come to Australia and race and. Something that buyers can really be looking at is buying a horse from the sales, maybe leaving it there until the sales series in New Zealand, and then you've got options, haven't you? You can bring it to Australia, you can leave it in New Zealand for other races, or you can be going backwards and forwards. Some real 
because now now COVID's gone. Like really, New Zealand is a state of Australia, or we should really be just the one country almost. Well, you know, yeah, a lot of Kiwi Tony wouldn't agree with me, but I think for <laughs> harness racing, definitely. And when you look at our sales catalogue, you go through them. Majority of our horses, and it'll it'll be more the case now with probably our breeding numbers declining, and, and yours have been on the improve um, for the last couple of years. Yeah. That lots of Alabar standing majority of the stallions in Victoria. That means more of our horses are now Vic breed eligible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, it, and, and it means that majority of my our yearling, our yearling salvings uh, make their mares breeders crown eligible. Um, so, you know, um, that that's done purely on the for, the for the reason that, yes, an Australian could buy their horse here, they could get it broken in here, they could leave it here. Um, they've got the GST exempt for two years after to, afterwards, providing they don't race the horse. So why wouldn't you take advantage of some of that? You know, um, I think obviously New Zealand has a, a pretty good climate when it comes to green grass and bits and pieces. So we do see a lot of our West Australian clients do exactly what you've just said, leave them here and then take them back as a two-year-old or, or run them through the size stakes, harness million series, then send them home, you know? Yeah, 100%. Cam, mate, uh, thanks for coming on. I'll let you get back to all the, the donkey work that you'll be doing. See what I did there? <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Cam Bray, good on you, mate. Uh, I think we've got you for a couple of weeks. We'll touch base again next week too, I think. Good, man. No worries, mate. There is Cam Bray from NZB Standardbreds and uh, get involved in, uh, in their sale. That is absolutely uh, state-of-the-art, that sales. Let's get to a break. Uh, St. Mitchell Bayer has uh, put out some tips on Twitter so I might uh, bring Mitch Abaya in on the other side, and he is one of the great tipsters in the Greyhounds, and I think a lot of our listeners, they don't care where they get a winner from, uh, so we'll catch up with Mitch Abaya on the other side and get a couple of tips for the Greyhounds this afternoon.